All right, good morning. I found myself in a very peculiar situation where I think I accidentally deleted my episode from last night. And it sucks. Uh, when I woke up this morning, I was going to go to publish it. My uh, first instinct was to just basically skip this week. But at the same time, um, yesterday's episode was really good, even though I was, I was solo. Um, it was really good, and I feel like I need to just be consistent and have, you know, my episode done every week. Um, so, I find myself having to re-record this as I drive into work today. So, you're going to hear the heater because it is 27 degrees and you're going to hear all the road noise and all that good stuff associated with cars. So, yeah, enjoy that. Uh, but let's get into it, man. Uh, damn, yesterday's episode was really good, man. And now I have pressure to try to pull it off now. And this one's going to be way shorter because uh, my ride into work isn't as long as my episode was yesterday. Uh, well, so with that being said, uh, we're going to start with um, all the depressing stuff first and then try to end with some more positive stuff. Um, first off, uh, let's talk Justice Smollett. Um, this past week, Justice Smollett was... Uh, charged and arrested with uh, reporting a false hate crime and all that good stuff. Chicago PD brought him in and uh, he you know, uh, built himself out and Chicago PD ended up putting out a statement saying they pretty much had this dude figured out within the first week. Um, they had all the evidence they needed. They traced everything. They saw the phone calls that he made. Um, they they saw the Nigerian dudes that he paid off to come attack him and all that good stuff. Uh, they were not white mega country individuals, and yeah, they they had this dude figured out. They they saw the dress rehearsal of the attack, everything, and, um, yeah, so with that being said, a lot of people out there are disappointed in Jesse, or I keep saying Jesse, but it's Jesse, uh, that name is terrible, <laughs> that name is absolutely terrible, Jesse. That is like, um, that's just like his mom was trying to be unique and different. And it was like, I like Jesse, but I just want to spice it up a little bit. Put a little, put a little spice on it. And 100% his mom's white, his dad's black. And yeah, it, that was definitely a white woman idea to name her child Jesse. Jesse. That is. That's trash, 100%. But anyway, um, Jesse, 
um, yeah, he he disappointed a lot of people, including myself, uh, reporting these false hate crimes and you know, because black people was about to be up in arms for him. Uh, the gay community, which I haven't heard or seen from, I'm pretty sure they were about to be riding with that boy. Um, yeah, come to find out all this shit was fake. And I just don't understand why he would do that. You know, uh, I've talked about it before, but everybody speculated that he's been written off the show, so this is kind of like a way for him to get his name popping and buzzing in the in the media again. And uh, yeah, I just don't I don't see where the two even match up. And yeah, he's gonna be uh, dealing with the feds. This isn't gonna be like some regular. Uh, state police type of stuff. He's going to be dealing with the FBI because they had to be brought in to help with the investigation uh, because his his um, plan was twofold. It, first, he started with the anonymous letter with the news or the magazine cutout letters and, and shit sent to uh, Fox where he was where he was threatening himself uh, and and sent some powdery white substance that turned out to be like aspirin or some shit like that. Um, but yeah, uh, so because he sent the letter through the mail, that's a federal service, so the feds had to get involved. So once he gets um, indicted and sentenced, He's going to be looking at, you know, federal federal time if he's uh, found guilty of this stuff. And I hope that he doesn't attempt to try to use uh, some type of mental illness type of defense. Because then, on top of everything, you, you know, you got the race stuff and then you got the sexual orientation stuff. Then you want to just... Not, not double down but triple down and, and throw mental health stuff in there I think that would be a huge disservice to him and he should stay away from that shit um, uh, uh, Joe Budden uh, I, I listen to Joe Budden's podcast all the time and he had an interesting take about that also um, he was saying that basically this whole plan that he concocted is probably the result of uh, drug use um, because it just sounds like a, a, a plan that somebody who is under the influence would come up with. Uh, nobody that's sane would think this way and think about you know each different act and component to this scenario and and look at it like yeah that that's the that's the trick right there that's that's what's gonna really sell it and uh so when he said that in my mind I was like you know what that makes a lot of sense it this shit does sound like a plan that you will create 
while you're high as shit. You know. So we're gonna find out once he um once he goes through this trial, whatever. I, I'm interested to find out if he's gonna say that you know I was high as shit. He don't say that you know the the Nigerian brothers that he hired were his drug dealers and they were sitting around you know smoking and doing whatnot and you know he asked them for the help and paid them thirty five hundred dollars and that's you know that's super trash too. I, I heard that this dude gets paid a hundred grand an episode and he wanted more on top of that this whole thing is because he probably okay i'm gonna say allegedly um this whole thing was because he wanted more money from his show he's already making a hundred grand but he wanted more money and because he wasn't getting it he decided to create this whole plan and then pay off the people helping him with $3,500. You make a hundred grand an episode. These episodes are weekly. Weekly. So at the end of, at the, end of the month, you got 400 grand. $400,000. And you only gonna pay these men thirty five hundred to split? No wonder this shit didn't work out. They they didn't have their heart into it. You know you should have should have coughed up some more money. This shit might have went differently. You know what I'm saying? They might you might have um, guys might have taken a beat and and sat back and really went over the fine uh, details of this plan and, and figured out that this shit don't make sense. Let's, uh, let's uh, come up with a different scenario. You know, if, you, if you're going to pay $3,500, you're going to get a $3,500 plan. If you pay $50,000, you're going to get a $50,000 plan. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he's stupid for that. Just off top. Uh, but let's get off of that. Um, what was that other story? Oh, that's right. R. Kelly, Mr. Nasty Man himself. Chicago PD been putting in work this past week. They got Jesse and they got Robert Kelly. He turned himself in uh, this past week on 10 counts of sexual misconduct and abuse uh, there's a bunch of women saying that uh, you know he he violated them and you know there's one of the reports I heard was that uh, one of the young girls and these girls are ranging between the age of 13 and 16 at the time I don't know if that's current or uh, these are women who are adults now that uh, are going back to try to get him but <clears throat> uh, they were saying that the women in these reports were uh, between the age of 13 and 16 years old and uh, one of the young ladies had recounted a story how he would try to forcibly uh, force 
their head and mouths uh, onto his genitals. And one of the uh, young ladies got uh, DNA evidence from semen on, on the shirt and the DNA matches uh, R. Kelly. So they got his ass. It's, it's not a game for him no more. Like, 100%. I don't see him walking away from this at all. At all. Like, he don't even got the money to walk away from this. They gave him a million dollar bond and the judge the judge made it to where he could bond out. And anybody who's been through the system knows that Whatever they say is your bond, you only gotta pay 10% in order to be bailed out. And they say he, he doesn't even have the money to bail himself out of, of uh, jail right now. So, he I think he went in on Thursday or Friday. Uh, I think it was Friday. And he could have bailed himself out Saturday, but uh, he can't do it. He don't got the money. Which is super weird to me. Like this dude was one of the biggest names in music. I mean, he hasn't been as active lately, but I know that he tours all the time. He's always touring. Always. His shows are always packed. How do you not have money? How do you not have a hundred grand? You know, that's weird. That is super weird to me. Um, but yeah, he's screwed. They're saying that if he's convicted on all charges, all 10 uh, counts, he's looking at 70 years behind bars. 70. And he's like, I think it's motherfucker like 50 or some shit like that. Uh, so you're, you're done. You are out of here, buddy. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that is crazy. That is insane. 70 years. Like, these niggas out here is just wilding. And again, Chicago PD is out here putting in work this week. You know, they two for two. Um, if you got anything in your past that you ain't trying to <laughs> do the time for, and, and uh, you plan on being in Chicago in the next week, I say don't don't go because Chicago out there putting in work oh and you know just a call back to the last uh, story I was talking about with Jesse um, you know there's a lot of people out there that still to this day don't believe the reports that he faked it um, from what I've seen and people I talk to I would say it's like a 90-10 split 90% of people believe that he faked this shit, that he he orchestrated this entire thing. But there is that 10% out there that still don't believe it. And my sister's one of them. Uh, shout out to, to her. Uh, I love you, sis, but you're wrong. And <laughs> she has said something to me the other day that was like, um, also, we just going to believe the PD or the police and all this stuff and you know Chicago police are one of the big three 
police departments that people are the most distrustful of. I mean, you got NYPD, LAPD, and Chicago PD. Um, just because all these guys have a long history of corruption and and uh, leaving the community uh, having a bad taste of uh, mistrust within them. You know, there's a lot of dirty cops out there. And and those three departments, like, those are the most popular, um, the big names of, you know, corruption. So, no, I don't just believe everything that police say, you know, on face value. I, I was just looking at all the other things, like all the, the videos, uh, uh, just his story sounds crazy. Just all of it. Like, it, it, it just seems weird. It, it seems really, really weird. And unbelievable. So, I'm just going off of that. But somebody else that uh, believed him and, and coming forward and still believes him is uh, Terrence Howard. You know his his co-star on Empire. Terrence Howard is like a a big fixture in uh, black cinema and TV. Like black people fuck with Terrence Howard. Going back to I don't know the first time I saw Terrence Howard was probably the Best Man. Uh, yeah, Best Man, and he was great in that. You know loved him right off the bat you know hustle and flow that type of shit the first iron man that's like bruh so i really rock, rock with him but him standing by him like it's it's i don't know if it's just because that they're co-workers or if they have like a really deep friendship or something like that I don't know what the the situation is that's causing him to, you know, speak out and, and, and just ride and champion this boy like that. But man, you are you stepping out on a, a very dangerous uh, limb. You you looking to potentially have a whole lot of egg on your face once this comes, you know, comes to an end. Because I just don't see. How this is going to play out in his favor? It, it's I just don't believe it. Uh, but anyway, uh, since I'm uh, not next to a computer, unfortunately, I can't bring up um, I can't bring up the video from my favorite story from last night and. It has to uh, deal with last week's episode at the end where I talked about this character on Instagram, uh, Hard Rock Nick. Um, last night I played a video off his Instagram. This dude is fucking weird. I, I can't stress it enough. This dude is weird. Please, 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 if you're listening... Go to the Instagram page, Hard Rock Nick, 
all one word and just scroll through the pictures watch a few videos this dude is the biggest narcissist douchiest douchebag of all douchiness like he's a fucking clown and it's it's so obvious that he's out here fake flexing to the max I watched the video last night where the dude was saying that oh you know I you think I'm faking uh you know this is just what I did today I I, I did this he goes shopping and he says he uh he holds up the bag I went to Microsoft today I went to Gucci today I went to Louis Vuitton today I went to wherever else Saks Fifth Ave today I bought these shorts I bought these swimsuit that's $900 yeah I'm the man you know type of shit and all the bags they look like they empty as shit and them shorts look like they off a of, you know Walmart bullshit that's like $10 pair of shorts uh, you talking about you spend 900 on it I wouldn't spend $20 on it like it would have to be probably like 15 bucks on the sale rack those shorts was not nothing special and say he spent 900 on it he talks about I'm worth 350 million I got 75 million in the bank right now all this shit you know I got a big dick ah, da, da, da. I look at me I got diamonds I got the flies chains on and all this shit like he just talks so crazy um and if you go to his page like dude looks like a like just a fat ball just creep like some of the some of the uh photos he he cuts his beard in like these weird designs and whatnot and it just looks fucking awful <laughs> it looks just fucking disgusting like i don't know he, he looked like he smelled like feet and and uh cool water and shit like he just looked like a nasty motherfucker to just he just think he the the god's gift to women and it's gross like it's super disgusting uh but he got his eyebrows done like a bad bitch like he got them shits on fleek and i swear like i went through some of them pictures and i swear he's wearing like eyelashes I swear he's wearing like fake eyelashes. Cause those shits are popping. Like they look like they they look like those chicks that, that put the little little jewels on the end of the, the fucking eyelashes and shit. Like they look ridiculous like that. But yeah, please do yourself a favor. Don't don't do it for me. Do it for you. You wanna have a good laugh, you wanna you like cringy videos and shit like that go to hard rock nick on instagram and just spend you know five minutes on this page and i'll guarantee you you will not be disappointed because this shit is uh insane it is insane um damn i can't remember everything i talked about last night um so i'm gonna end with this um 
the older I get, this is my like my new revelation too. Is that the older I get, the blacker I get. Um, and what I mean by that is, I just find myself seeking and wanting to to find and learn about more black history and learn about black excellence and all this stuff. Um, like truly, I realized that, especially since we're in the month of February right now, Black History Month, I get, I get a little upset with just thinking back to what it was like in school, learning about, you know, these black figures and realizing it now, all our history was teaching us was that black people were slaves, poor, or some type of criminal. And I know that we were way more than that. Um, for some reason, white people don't like to give us the credit that we deserve uh, beyond just like the most minimum amount of you know credit that we can that they can possibly be give so I just been trying to be on my shit to learn more and more um, I'm probably going to be buying a, a new book uh, that talks about uh, reconstruction you know after uh, the abolishment of, of slavery and all that good stuff because I like I said I just really want to learn about what was going on back then and, and, and get the truth and I want to dive into authors and, and people like that that uh, are allies to black to blackness that are going to give a true account and not a um, slanted white account um, and I know that sounds kind of crazy but at the same time I need I need the real. I need people that are going to champion people that look like them and not try to uh, diminish their contributions because they don't really want to give us the credit anyway. So uh, with all that being said, I came across this book from uh, Dick Gregory. And Dick Gregory was a, it was a lot of things. He was a comedian and an activist and uh, a, a lot of things um, and he wrote a book and it's called uh, Defining History uh, yeah Defining History uh, Reading Between the Lies and the entire premise of the book is to not only hit um, all the uh, black figures in history that many of us know, uh, but also hit a bunch that we don't know about. And to go beyond the surface level to the second and third layer of who they were as people and their contributions to uh, American history and the black history and the community as a whole and give a more in-depth, honest account of who they were and what they did. Um, I'm talking about uh, 
Booker T. Washington, WD, uh, W.E.B. Du Bois. Um, I'm talking about Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Angela, uh, Angela Milo, uh, what's her name? Uh, Angela Milo. Um, all of these people. Uh, yeah, he he dig, he digs deep into it, and the best part about it is there's uh, a lot of people that were before his time, obviously. Uh, you know, um, he, you know, he talked about Harry Tugman and and all different sorts of people um, that were Booker T. Washington, all that good stuff. He talked about people that were before his time, but he also really went in depth with uh, people that he actually knew uh, that were friends of his. He he talks about Michael Jackson. He talks about Richard Pryor. He talks about um, I can't think of their damn names, but the the two brothers from the Olympics. Um, that won the gold medals in Germany and they ended up putting up the black power fist. He talked about those those two brothers. Uh, like he knew a lot of these people personally. Uh, Al Sharpton, uh, Jesse Jackson. And, you know, he, he really just dives deep into who they were. And, and gives a better uh, examination of their historical accomplishment, accomplishments. And anybody who wants to hear and learn about black history, I highly recommend that book and, and suggest it. Because um, not only is it enjoyable and, you know, just for the fact of learning something new, but it you know has some funny elements to it and by the time I was done with it I felt like a higher sense of pride and my blackness and all that good stuff um so yeah uh let me think let me think was there anything else to happen oh yeah um I wanted to save this for uh, talking with uh, Robbie but I'll just like lightly mention it here and then um, next time we're on here together we can you know dive deeper into it but this past week this past week you had Jesse Smollett you got R. Kelly and then this is a big week for for arresting people and getting convictions out here of Celebrities and rich and famous people. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, the owner for the Patriots, Robert Kraft, was caught in some type of prostitution, uh, human trafficking ring situation. I don't really know all the details, but I know that down in Florida, he was down there and he ended up getting arrested during some type of sting op operation. And, um, yeah, I don't know if it was one of those situations where he was down there, um, 
with somebody that was underage or if he had knowledge that they were sex slaves or some shit like that. I don't know. I know that he's a billionaire, one of the richest owners in the NFL, currently the most winningest owner in the NFL. And this dude who's <laughs> down to Florida trying to get some 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 coochie cool and uh you know police bust in while while his pants are down. So that's that's looking kinda crazy out here. I haven't seen anybody uh prominent talk about it like um Tom Brady. I haven't heard him say anything or post anything about it. And I know that after his conviction and and arrest and everything, Meek Mill and him got really close. They became good friends. I, I know Robert Kraft went up there and visited him while he was still in prison. They kept in contact. Um, I know that they're, like, really close now. I haven't seen Meek Mill talk about it. Um, I just know that this is a really bad situation for him, man. And as a Patriots fan, fan I'm kind of embarrassed about it and trying to figure out what's going on. Like, what, what, what is going on here? Um, this is uh, one of those stories that is, like, unbelievable. How could somebody that rich just just uh, get themselves in a situation like that? And you Robert Kraft, you know what I'm saying? Like, you are a billionaire. Why are you going to, like, a massage parlor type bullshit to get your rocks off? You can, you can hire somebody... Um, like I know those escort services, you can hire an escort service. And if I was him, if I was as rich as him, I would just, uh, get an escort and, and treat it like, like it's a lawyer. Just put it, put them on retainer. You know, I'm going to pay you 10 grand a month. You don't have to do anything. Just whenever I call you, you come running. That's it. You know what I mean? And that's what I would do if I was Robert Kraft. You know, I'd go pick the one that I like the most. And i say, hey, you. You come to me. I'm not going to some fucking hole in the wall in Florida to get my rocks off, man. That That's crazy. Go get you a, a credible... Um, escort service and and pick out one you know what I'm saying you're too rich to be out here in these streets like that bro you are too rich to be out here in them streets that is that's crazy uh, but anyway uh, that's pretty much what I got I can't remember all the other stuff that I talked about last night um, unfortunately but I just wanted to you know be consistent and and get the episode out and make sure that uh, I give you guys the content that you deserve. Oh, and I want to mention something too is I listen back to these episodes um, after I record them just so I can see what it sounds like. And I'm very aware that the audio on these aren't great. 
um, oh yeah, that's what I want. That's another story that I talked about last night was the, the price of cell phones, uh, being so goddamn high. Um, but I know the audio is not great. And in part, that's because I have this phone that's like three years old. It's, it's really busted up and janky and all that stuff. So hopefully here pretty soon I'll be getting a new phone. Um, but I also want to even take it a step further where I start investing in uh, computer recording programs that uh, Robbie and I can sit down in front of face to face and record that way. Um, and anybody who knows anything about like recording and production stuff that stuff can be kind of pricey you i mean it's not like insane where we're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars but you know it can it can add up pretty quickly you know 150 dollars here 100 dollars there uh 300 there it, it just adds up really quickly and i'm thinking that it's possible that here in the next month i may set up a patreon and if you guys support what we're doing and the channel or not the channel but the uh podcast and you guys really are invested in what we're doing and would like to see us succeed more uh you can you know donate to to that cause of helping us take it to the next level where we're not recording straight through anchor and uh uploading to to uh, Spotify and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, that that's kind of the next step that I'm looking at. Uh, so, if you guys really like the podcast, at some point I'm going to set up a Patreon to where you can donate to help us push it to the next level. And with that being said, also, um, yeah, just do us a, a solid and share it. You know, share it on your Facebook pages or your Instagram or send it to a friend in your um, messengers or whatever. It All it takes is if I got 10 people, 20 people listen to the episode, if 20 people send it out, you know, to one or two people, if just one of them listen, then my audience doubles. You know what I mean? And that that's what I'm looking for is just a little help from anybody listening. Uh, so if you could just pass it on to, you know, a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. And also subscribe to our to our Spotify uh, so you can get notified when we upload and, and you can find all of our, our episodes there. Uh, as kind of a, a new rule, we're trying to have the episode published and up on Mondays. Uh, we normally record on either a Saturday or a Sunday, so we get the full week of you know news and everything. So Monday we'll come in and talk about what happened the following week. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So if if you guys really like it, you know you know where to find us. Uh, I'm on Twitter, YoungBlack253, Instagram, YoungBlack253, and on my Facebook page. Um, you know, just please help us out and, and, and share the audio. 
uh, it, it helps us all. And uh, yeah, just trying to get to the next level. Uh, yeah, so I'll try to talk about the cell phones on the next one because uh, I'm here at work now and I'm about to get out of here soon. So uh, that's why I'm going to leave you guys. So I'll talk to you guys next week.